Welcome to Daily Daf Different, a Jcast Network podcast in collaboration with the Conservative Yeshiva in Jerusalem. This daily podcast invites you to join us to study the Daily Talmud page with a variety of liberal rabbis and teachers. For more information about the Conservative Yeshiva, please visit conservativeyeshiva.org. For more information about the other Jcast Network podcasts and blogs, please visit jcastnetwork.org. Hello and welcome to Daily Daf Differently. My name is Joshua Kulp and we will be learning today Daf Kav Zayin of Masechet Moed Katan, page 27 of Tractate Moed Katan. Um, I want to begin with the Mishnah that is towards the bottom of the page on page Kav Zayin Amud Aleph. Uh, the Mishnah begins, Ein molichin lebeta evel, lo betavra, v'ro b'iskutra, v'ro b'kanon, ere b'sarim. So when you're bringing the food to the house of the mourner, and we learn in other places there's a special su'udat havra'a, the first meal that the mourner eats uh, upon returning from the burial, the first meal uh, that we eat, so people bring their food, right? The mourner does not eat his own food. Rather, there's a procedure where people bring their food from their own home to sort of uh, uh, comfort the mourner and perhaps uh, symbolically bring him into the community by having him eat some of the community's food. So we don't bring the food there with this, what's called a tabla, which is sort of a nice tray, a nice platter, or an iskutla, which is a large basket, uh, or maybe perhaps, according to some of Farshim, made of silver, something fancy in any case. Velobikanon, and not with this large basket, again, probably something that's uh, fancy. Rather, we only bring it in simple baskets. And this is what I want to talk about today, is this notion of simplicity, of keeping things very simple at the um, burial and at the funeral. The Gemara immediately relates to this, and I'm reading on it from the Gemara. Tanu Rabbanan, the rabbis taught, Barishona hayu molichin beveta evel, ashirim beklatot, shel kesev v'shel zahav, v'aniim besarei netzarim shel aruva krufa. So originally, some earlier time than this Brita was composed, um, people would bring to the house of the mourner, the rich people would bring with these fancy baskets of silver made out of gold, and poor people would bring simple baskets made of woven aravot, uh, the willows, right? Simple mask baskets made out of natural material. And v'hayu ani'im mitbayashim. And the poor people would be embarrassed. Imagine they're coming to this dinner, somebody in the community died, they're all coming to bring him food, and the rich people bring these expensive baskets, and the poor people come in their very simple baskets. You can imagine how embarrassing that would be for the poor people. Right? They made a takana. The rabbis made an enactment, a takana that everybody, rich and poor alike, should bring in woven baskets of uh, of willows because of the honor of the kavod of the poor. So that the poor shouldn't feel that their social standing is being lessened at this critical moment when they're fulfilling the mitzvah of 
Tanchume Averim, of comforting the mourner. So at least for that moment, they should be free from a life that I imagine was generally filled with the sort of embarrassment or the feeling that they were somehow lesser than the poor because of their lack of money. Um, I, understand, I think we can all understand that. A person comes to a place where a lot of people are going to see them. And there's a natural tendency for people to want to show off, whether it's shul, whether it's a fancy dinner, some sort of uh, event that a lot of people go to. The rabbis say, no, this shouldn't occur here. When we come to this communal event, we are not meant to show off how rich we are. We are not meant to show off our social standing. Rather, poor people, rich people alike, have to take each other into consideration, specifically the rich have to take the poor into consideration and only bring the simple baskets. And this is where the ethos of keeping funerals simple, that is uh, sometimes uh, only observed in the breach today, but uh, the, the idea of a simple casket, of simple flowers, if flowers at all, of a simple burial, uh, comes from this idea that it is at this specifically specific moment of social tension, where we want to get out of our norms. We don't want to feel the norms of every day. And for sure, for sure, people would still remember who was rich and who was poor. I mean, I, I imagine that when the poor person or when the rich person brings in the simple basket, nobody thinks, ah, he's a poor person too. They know this person. But at least at that moment, we shouldn't be highlighting the social, uh, the social distinctions, the social hierarchy. We should do all we can to lessen it. The Brighta goes on with a bunch of other examples that are related to this notion. Tanu Rabbanan, a rabbi's taught, Berishona yu mashkin beveta evel, ashirim biskuchit revana, ve'aniim biskuchit svua. So originally, when they were giving drink at the house of the mourner, rich people would do it with um, white glass, which is evidently more expensive, and the poor people would do it with colored glass. Perhaps it's cheaper, colored by lack of purity. And the poor people were uh, embarrassed. So the rabbis made an enactment that everybody should give drink with colored glass because of the honor of the poor. So in order not to impugn the honor of the poor, just like the previous Takana. Now we're referring to the dead person himself or herself. Originally, they would show the face of the um, poor of the dead of the dead person if he was rich and hide it if he was poor, assuming that the uh, rich person looked good and the poor person wouldn't have looked so good, as we Brighta explains. For their faces had been blackened, dirty; they looked gaunt because of famine. And poor people, obviously not the dead people, but poor people who were alive would be embarrassed. Look, when I die, everybody's going to look at me and say, he died such, in such dire poverty, you can see it on his face. Therefore, they made a takana that everybody's face should be covered. At the, the, at the point of death, unlike other cultures, the point of death should not be a time to show off your beauty, how well you took care of yourself, etc. It should be a time of modesty and uh, a time where we don't emphasize this social hierarchy. Because of the honor of the poor. Or other versions be klivah. 
והיו עניים מתביישים. Originally, they would bring out the dead person, the rich people, in what's something called a dargash, a fancy chair, and the poor people in a kliva, a uh, poor kind of beer one, B-I-E-R, as I emphasized before, one that was sort of hastily put together. And the poor people were embarrassed. They made a takana that everybody should take out in this simple kliva because of the honor of the poor. Now the last few are a little bit different. Originally, they would put incest underneath the, uh, the, the beer, the coffin, of people who had some kind of intestinal disease and had died, probably due to the stench, or similarly because of the stench. And people uh, who were alive and had this um, uh, intestinal, some kind of gastro uh, and gastro and whatever the word is, I can't remember, I've been here in Israel too long, um, disease, uh, they would be embarrassed because they knew that when they died, everybody was going to know that they died from this sort of uh, um, ignominious, this shameful disease, this shameful sickness that caused this stench. So here we're concerned about the kvod of the people who have intestinal, some kind of disorder, while they're still alive. So that everybody, when they die, can have incest put, incense put underneath them. Originally they would um, immerse the clothing for um, that... Uh, Women who died while they were in Nida, their clothing was impure. If they died while they were in Nida, they would immerse their clothing so to, as to purify their clothing, the stuff that they wore while they were alive. And the nidot, uh, menstruant women who were alive were embarrassed that they should be treated differently from everybody else. Therefore, they made a takana that all women's clothing should be washed because of the kavod of menstruants who are alive. Originally, they would um, immerse the clothing for zavim. A zav is a male who has had some kind of unnatural genital discharge, and he is impure. So originally, they would immerse all of his clothes. And the um, zavim who were still alive would be embarrassed because they knew that the same thing would happen to them when they died. They didn't want to be different from everybody else in this kind of shameful matter. They made a takana that everybody's clothes, males, females, should be washed to protect the honor of the zavim who are still alive. Finally, the summary brighter. Originally, the costs of burial were so great that um, it was uh, um, harder to pay for it than just the death. Right? In other words, the death was upsetting enough. But the facing these costs, these enormous costs of the burial, was simply too much more difficult for his relatives. It got to the point where people would just leave the body there and run away so they didn't have to pay for it. Until Rabban Gamliel came, and this is crucially important, he himself was um, allowed himself to be dishonored in a sense, to have his honor not treated um, 
highly. And he made sure that when he died, he went out with simple flax uh, linen clothing. And he went out. He, everybody after Rabban Gamaliel, everybody had the minhag to go out when they died to be buried in simple linen clothing. And the Amora finishes up. Now the whole world has the custom to be buried even in a very, very simple um, canvas clothing. And this is where the custom to wear very simple shrouds comes in in Judaism. Uh, the point um, I want to emphasize is that the funeral is not supposed to be a moment in our lives and our deaths or in the lives of the community and the events of the community where we are showing off our social hierarchy. It's supposed to be a place of social modesty where we hide the wealth that we may have accumulated or not accumulated during our lives. I hope you've enjoyed today's episode of Daily Daf Differently and that you'll join us again tomorrow for a new page. The music at the open and close of this episode is Ufros, from the Epic Horus album One Bead, available on Bandcamp, iTunes, and Spotify.